0: Hello, everyone. This is Dola with Love In Your Life podcast. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about the questions that we ask, since questions are so important in our the quality of our communications, what our questions and how we frame them, elicit, elicit different responses from the receiver of our questions, You know, something very important that we don't often think about, but when we do, we realize the difference uh, that it would make. So, um, I'm going to start by saying uh, the questions that I'm talking about are mainly the open-ended questions, the questions that elicit responses and conversation, hopefully. Uh, The what, where, when, how, and why. And I'm going to suggest that the why question is the one that is most disruptive potentially to um, the quality of the conversation that ensues following that query. For example, why did you do that? Sounds so confrontational as opposed to saying, how can you help me understand what you just did or what you just said? You know, it takes a little bit more thought. Um, I ask uh, people, "Do you are you one uh, given to a more reactive sort of like spontaneous? You hear this, it it stimulates you to say or do something, and then later on, uh, um, you know, uh, a la emotional intelligence, you have regret about the way in which you responded, or more." Appropriately reacted to something because when we're reacting, it's always negative, and when we're responding, we have that momentary um, capability that allows us to think through for a second or two before we open our mouths um, to be very, very, you know. Straight about this. so the 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 question, you know why bothered me all always bothers me because um we talked about this before on previous shows about counseling. And very often we go to counselors to um, you know help ourselves out psychologically and um, you know, get to a better place where we're unhappy, we're dissatisfied with our relationships, whatever our problem is at the moment. We go and we pursue a counselor so that we can discuss and talk through uh, some of those disturbances that we have. And very, very often, the counselor's conversation is, is cir- circles around the why question. So why do you feel that way? Why do you think that happened? Why did you, um, you know, do that? Tell me, tell me more about your family so that we can dig into the why you got to this point in your life. This is why you are like that, because this happened cause and effect you know, that happened and therefore you're like this. That's why it happened. And so they're, they're very focused on this question of why. And I'm kind of not a fan for a number of reasons, but I think when we're discussing with uh, someone or listening to someone speak or we're in one-on-one conversation with a, another person, I think when we... Um, Use the why question. Very often it does sound like a judgment, a confrontation, um, you know, some sort. of It puts someone on the defense right away or it has the potential to do that. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, we can never ask the question why. I'm just saying that when we do ask that why question, it has that capability of putting someone on the defense what do you mean why I why did I say that why did I do that you know and I don't know if you're familiar uh any of my listeners are familiar with Byron Katie's work but she um her her, the name of her work is called the work and she um has uh the whole um you know is that thought true you know when we when we When we have a thought about something, it should not be that way. She should not be that way. Why did she do that to me? You kind of, you know, really go down that path of saying, why do you think it should be different? It is what it is. And then you move from there. It's kind of the same thing. That why question is kind of like, Just because, you know, it's kind of like your parent, you're questioning your parent. Why do I have to do that? Why does this happen? It just is. Just do it. It's because I said so, (laughs) you know. Um, But more importantly, in our um, adult relationships, I think it's very, very um, crucial to understand that we can actually create more harmonious relationships with one another by the way in which we frame our questions and the why question would be the one that I would be that I would hold out as the most concerning so I'll go through some examples of this because I really feel it's important enough hey I wrote a whole book about it. <laughs> I wrote a whole book about the questions that we have the big questions about life um you know why am I here that's that's the number one question why am I here um you know Maybe instead of asking why am I here the that big question can turn into how can I be while I am here? How can I be at my best, do my best you know um while I have this time on earth uh, I really think the why question is problematic for for those for those crazy reasons um but this is what these are some of the examples that I came up with um. Why is she angry? Instead of saying, why is she angry? And asking that question. If you just turn the question around to saying, how can I understand her point of view? We're in a period right now where there's right and left. There's blue and red. There's, you know, um, one opinion and then the opposite opinion. I, I think that because we think that way, it's like... Um, why is she so whatever that she believes in the way that I don't believe? Why don't we say, how can I better understand her point of view? How can I see it through her eyes? You know, how do I understand that better, their point of view, their, their thought about that? When people say, why did that happen? Again, getting back to Byron Katie's work, you know, because it just did. And you just accept that it did, and then you move on. Instead of saying, how did that happen? Why did that happen? I'm sorry. Why did that happen? We say, how can I change things or improve things to disallow that from happening if it's something that you feel is not a good outcome? Um... Why did I do that? That's the same thing. You know, when you when we talk about emotional intelligence, we talk about being reactionary and doing something or saying something that we have great regrets about. And a moment later when we have a moment to think through, we say, Why did I do that? Um, you know, or why should I do that uh, if we're, if we're um, being told to um, react in a certain way or respond in a certain certain way? And another question instead of saying that, it can be wh- what can I do to avoid that reaction in the future? What can I do? How can I change the outcome again? Why, you know? Some, some people say, I can't believe I signed up for this family or this sister or this brother. And they don't have good relationships with their you know, family people. Well, I believe, my philosophy is, you come to this world and you're assigned a family purposely. That's the family you came here with on purpose. Because you were, those were the people that you were most likely to learn what you came here to learn. And whether you whether or not you believe that um, is up to you. But, he, you know, why did I get this family? Why did I get this sister, this mother? And then you you can reframe that and say, how do I work within what I've been given to to have the best outcome, the best, most harmonious situation occur as a result of this relationship or this, you know, the situation that I'm in? Um Instead of asking someone, why are you angry with me? That sounds like, you know, they have to come up with a rationale. It might not be rational. They might not be able to explain it. Instead of that, say to yourself, how can I fix this situation for this not to reoccur? You know, that makes much more sense to me. Because you are gaining control with that question as opposed to, Pushing it out there and projecting it onto someone else. Because very often, when we ask questions that are of a confrontational nature, what we are doing is really projecting um, onto the other person what we don't want to accept about ourselves. Um, When we ask, why am I like this? Um, You know, again, it's just the way it is. But you can ask yourself, how can I be or do or have a better outcome? How can I be different? How can I do something different? How can I, you know, you're taking the control back again. That, that feels so much lighter to me, so much more possible. You know, the possibilities open up by putting it on yourself to do something different. Um, and then again, you know, I, I asked the big question, why are we here? Instead of that, you know, what can I do with the time that I've been given on this earth uh, to, you know, live more happy, more uh, harmoniously, um, give of myself? Because I do believe that part of the reason we're all here is to serve. Um, whatever it is, we're here to serve. You know, we all have different... Um, uh, reasons or diff- different um, out uh, objectives for our time here but um, it can be subsumed I think under the umbrella of to serve you can either be serving um, you know one person many people or the world um, instead of asking so I guess instead of dissecting our uh, situation with the why question uh, with an attempt to understand why something is the way it is, which goes to me nowhere, um, we should you know look better to as Byron Katie talks about deconstructing our thought process and asking ourselves, "What is the most productive way we can understand this better for a better outcome with our relationships?" which is why you know every one of us is concerned about the quality of our relationships because that is why we're here—is to live together with love right and loving one another how can I love better how can I learn better how can I be and do and have better outcomes and I think that the questions we ask each other and the way in which we frame them and the thought behind it which pow- empowers uh, I should say powers the, the the communication you know because when we have that intent, of love and understanding we will sound that way without any you know with very little effort um, you know I'm always talking about you know how can I um, if if we can change the outcome the, the next time how can I have a better outcome next time we just if we have to design a plan to get a- ourselves there you know that's what we do in emotional intelligence counseling is we say you know it, it's something you can develop and become stronger and so let's develop a plan. If you can't do it naturally, let's give ourselves some tangible uh, advice for the next time something like this happens. How do we circumvent ourselves from the reactionary process and enable our responsiveness to take over, which is much more thoughtful and considerate and loving? And I guess, you know, I, I have to bring that up because I'm, I'm always talking about living uh, with, with, you know, living our personal and professional lives with more happiness and success. And to me, uh, that that is one of the ways in which we can do that is to ask better questions and ask them in a better manner, much more sensitive manner, much kinder, much more thoughtful. Um, and, you know, boy, I mean, I can't imagine that that wouldn't improve all our relationships at work and at home. So anyway, I hope you got something out of this, guys. And um, until next time, this is love in your life. Don't forget to live with love uh, personally and professionally. Bye, guys.